you're focusing on the wrong thing. If you're in sales or business development and you're looking to grow your revenue, you're currently focusing on the wrong thing. If you're a sales manager or you manage people who are in business development, you're probably focusing on the wrong thing. If you wanna understand exactly what I'm talking about and you wanna focus on the right thing, you've gotta join me for this episode of The Inside BS Show. Hi, it's Dave Lorenzo and today we're talking about your personal development if you're in sales or the personal development of your team if you're an entrepreneur or a sales manager and you have people who are responsible for business development. Essentially, you have people who are responsible for the growth of your business and you're trying to fit a bunch of square pegs into round holes. What do I mean? Well, let me tell you a story about what exactly I'm talking about. For years, I was focused on networking to try and grow my own personal business. And when you're in real estate or you're in multi-million dollar corporate housing like I was, or later on in business and every sale is at least a million dollars, most sales are multiple million dollar sales. Networking is not gonna get you where you need to be very quickly, but everybody told me, hey listen, you're in professional services, you need to learn how to network. So I went to hundreds of rubber chicken dinners and networking lunches and had coffee with people and went to cocktail parties until I was all cocktail partied out and I just couldn't stand it. Then I would go and give a speech and after that one speech, which took me the same amount of time to secure secure the speaking engagement as it did to find a really good networking event. After one speech, I would get 20 or 30 leads. And then when I learned how to use speaking as a business development strategy, the speeches would get me 50, 100, 300 leads. Those speeches, one of them, was equal to a year's worth of networking events for me. Now why? My strength lied in public speaking, in professional speaking for lead generation. I was a natural at it. It came effortlessly to me. I was able to make a connection with each member of the audience, even if the audience was a thousand people, and I was able to connect with them in a way that had them wanting more from me. At a networking event, I was never that great. I struggled just to be adequate. I struggled just not to offend people. What made the difference between my capability in networking and my capability in speaking? Was it something I was born with? Or was it the way I was trained, the way I was developed? In order to understand that, we have to go back to a time in my life when I was 10 years old. You see, they were looking for someone in the fourth grade to do a presentation in church. Basically, they wanted a kid to read the gospel and then explain to the audience in five or six minutes what that gospel passage meant to him or her. And they gave the gospel passage to five or six of us in the class, and then I stood up in front of the class and did it like that, without any practice. I, I went over it a couple of times with my parents. And the teacher said, that's it, Dave. We want you to do this this Sunday in church. So Sunday comes, and they put me right up on the altar in front of everybody, and I uh, the, the, the comes time for the gospel in the Catholic Church. Usually the priest reads it, so the priest goes up, he opens the the 
you know, the book where all the readings are. And he said, today's gospel is from St. Mark. He says what the gospel is about. And to read today's gospel and interpret it for us, we have, and he points to me, Dave Lorenzo from St. Helen's third grade or fourth grade, whatever it was, whenever you, whatever you are when you're 10 years old. And I go up and I read the gospel and then I do my five or six minutes and I look out in the audience and I thought I had done something wrong. Everybody in the audience looked like this. And it turns out, I learned later on, that everyone in the audience looked like that because they were shocked that a 10-year-old had the ability to speak in front of people like that. The reason I share that story with you is because my ability to speak in front of a large group and be comfortable doing so was natural. It's something I was born with. My father was good at it. My son is good at it right now. My daughter is excellent at it right now. It's something in our genes, it's in our DNA. We're just very comfortable, very relaxed in that environment. Now you contrast that with networking and even as an adult, I'm talking about networking now and my palms are sweating because that one-on-one -on -one interaction makes me very uncomfortable. And I struggle just to be normal at networking. So my strength is in speaking to large groups, my weakness, if you will, or a non-strength as politically correct people would call it, is in networking. So if I'm looking to grow my business, what should I do? Should I practice, 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 come up with tricks until my networking remains or so it gets up to being adequate or remains adequate? Or should I focus on accentuating what I'm really good at and that's speaking to a large audience. The answer, my friends, is that speaking is what I should focus on all the time. 95% of my time should be spent getting speaking gigs, preparing for speaking gigs, and delivering speaking gigs because it's natural for me. It's my strength. For you or for your sales team, if you're a sales manager, this means you have to assess each person's innate ability. What are they good at naturally? What comes effortlessly for them? What is easy for them to do? What do they enjoy doing? When they do these things that they're really good at, these things that are their strengths, the time seems to fly by. They could speak to an audience for hours and not feel anything like fatigue. In fact, they're energized. So if your strength is networking or your strength is writing or your strength is in making YouTube videos, or your strength is simply going out and helping others become successful, you must leverage your strengths and you must avoid or outsource your weaknesses. So if your weakness is doing the accounting, let's say you're an entrepreneur and your weakness is doing the accounting but your strength is going out on sales calls and cold calling people to get appointments, what should you do? We should cold call people all day long, get the appointments and go on the sales calls, outsource your bookkeeping and double check it at the end of each week to make sure it's accurate but don't spend any more time than you have to in areas where you have a weakness. So what does this mean for you? You're sitting there, you're preparing your business plan for next year, you're preparing your marketing plan for next year, or as a sales manager, you're looking through your team and you're deciding who's going to go and speak at these events, who's gonna man a booth at the trade show, who's gonna go to the networking events, who's writing articles for our website, who's writing blog posts for our website, who am I gonna tap to make the videos for YouTube? You have to figure out 
what each person's strengths are, what their innate abilities are, and then you have to match those people with the lead generation or sales strategies. Your role as a business development manager, your role as a salesperson, your role as a professional is to leverage your strengths and then come up with systems or practices to support and bolster your weaknesses. What you've been doing wrong this whole time is you've been trying to shore up your weaknesses and you're taking your strengths and you're just ignoring them till the last minute because, oh, I'm good at that. I don't have to focus on it. I'll leave you with this. They asked Michael Jordan why he kept driving to the hoop in a specific basketball game. They said, Michael, you didn't take any shots from the outside during this game. Why did you keep driving in the lane? You got 40 points in the game by driving to the lane. Your team won by 20, but you didn't take any shots from the outside. And he said, when you're good at something and other people can't stop you, you continue to do the thing that you're good at until they stop you. In sales, when you're good at something, nobody's gonna stop you. You're only gonna stop yourself. So don't ignore your strengths, leverage your strengths, double down, triple down, quadruple down on your strengths and form a team or develop a support system to bolster your weaknesses. If you want to learn more about leveraging your strengths in sales, or if you're a sales manager and you want to learn more about leveraging strengths for your business development team, there's another video that's filling in right below me right now, and it's all about how you can leverage your strengths to be great at revenue growth. I hope to see you in that video. Until then, I'm Dave Lorenzo, and here's hoping you make a great living and live a great life.